1: Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Mum and Mama podcast. I've got my youngest daughter Juno hovering around me who refuses to go away even though I've said she needs to be very quiet. Um, Hi, if this is the first time you're listening to this podcast my name is Amy and I'm a single parent to two really annoying children. And I do a podcast which isn't really anything to do about being a parent anymore. It's mainly me just talking to people that I really want to talk to and having a very nice time. So this week I got my good friend Sammy on who wants to remain anonymous apart from the fact that you know that she's called Sammy. Because Sammy's one of these people that, I don't know why, but she's just got the most amazing, hilarious dating stories. I don't know how she manages to meet all of these completely random men. I guess she just says yes to everything. I'm the complete opposite. I say no to everything. <laughs> and uh she just says yes to everything and then gets really good stories. So I stories. So I asked her to come on and just entertain us basically for an hour telling us about her exploits. And also she's had a very interesting life as well she's a single mum um she was a single mum from the from the start um but yeah i hope you enjoy it and if you've got any funny stories you'd like to share with me then please get in touch and of course thanks as always to my lovely sponsor golding accountancy we are golding.com for all your accountancy needs but i'll see you in a bit Work. Work. Right. I'm so excited. Today, I'm joined by the very lovely Sammy, who is my friend from the gym. New friend. And the reason I asked Sammy to come on was because... (laughs) I've literally never heard the stories have heard from her about dating like
0: Uh,
1: (laughs) as a single woman and like going on like my experience with like dates and stuff I just I've I've never had anywhere near the experiences I almost feel like and for someone to have had so many yeah oh yeah yeah (laughs) that's the thing it's not like I suppose everyone's got one story where they're like oh yeah I met this (laughs) bloke and whatever happened but it's like you've got a (laughs) catalogue
2: I will write a book one day. Well, that's what I think. You, yeah. I really
1: think you should do because do. they're just absolutely hilarious. <laughs> so you're you're a single mum. Yes. You've been a single. How, how old's Lois? Twenty seven.
2: Twenty seven. Yeah, single mum for twenty seven years.
1: Yeah. So you, yeah, because you, he was never around, was he? Well,
2: the first about two and a half years of her life. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But
1: were you together, or did he just kind of was he around?
2: Yeah, we was together for probably about five years all in all, okay. four and a half
1: maybe, yeah.
2: yeah, um, yeah.
1: How long were you together when you got pregnant?
2: Well, about, so I suppose, I think it was only, it was about six or eight months and then I fell pregnant, right. so then you're pregnant for nine months, then I had her and we weren't talking. And then about, <laughs> and then about when Lois was ten days old, she projectile vomited all over my uh, stepdad. <laughs> and then I started all the hormones. Then I started crying, going, "Oh, I need to get in touch because I've got a, t- a jumper out the cupboard, and it was one of her Lois's dads, and it sort of right. reminded me." And yeah, I thought, yeah, "Oh, yeah. you know." Anyway, so I phoned him, and he came round, and then he never left for. Maybe she was three. Yeah, maybe she was three. So, yeah, about four and a half years-ish.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then, but then since then, you've not really had any big relationships.
2: So, I think after after he went... How um, old were you? So, I was 20 when I was pregnant, 21 when I had her. so young then. Yeah, yeah, quite young. I'd never lived on my own or, or, well, I had a little stint in Tenerife, but um, that was living with a load of other people. But uh, no, never lived on my own. I didn't actually really want to move out of home. Yeah. I really didn't. You've got a
1: lovely family though, haven't you?
2: Yeah. Uh, it was just, I sort of got, I mean, I was lucky enough to get a flat from the council and... um
1: and the glory days. Yeah. But we was on this
2: <laughs> estate where um, the woman that lived below me was a high class hooker. Well,
1: that's what I'm like. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, she used to get all these um, really, like, fancy Mercedes pull-up with the driver. Yeah. And the driver used to pick her up and then take her off.
0: Oh, wow. But
2: whoever she was going to paid for a babysitter to come and look after her her child. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was... um, Oh, 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 I've lived in some places as well.
0: Oh, wow. So, um,
2: and I just remember when Lois is about... So she, I think she was coming up to two and a half, and it was it was awful over on this estate. Where was it? Uh, Barking, okay. the gas estate. It right. was rough as old boots, yeah. really bad. I mean, you'd see ten year olds walking around with rucksacks, and they were drug runners. Oh my god! And there was only like one school on the estate, and I just thought, I don't want, I was going there. Yeah. I do not want to go in there.
1: Yeah.
2: And um, yeah, so. Uh, I remember phoning the council because a couple of my friends that had, had places, they got houses, but they had a couple of children yeah. and I had no intentions of having any more. Yeah. So I phoned the council and you will not believe what the woman said. No, really. So I said, um, look, I don't know what the rules and regulations are of how I go about it. I know we're in a two bedroom, so I know we're adequately housed. Yeah. But ha- what do I do to get on the list for a, uh, a house? Yeah. To move to a house or move out of the area? And she went, mm, well, love, unless you bang out a few more kids, you've got no hope. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, um, what, bang? Sorry? <laughs> she went, yeah, you need to bang a few more out, please, and then oh you will be.
0: God. Yeah, then yeah. you'll need
2: a free bedroom, she went. Yeah. And I was like, Okay, well, that's not going to happen. Thank you. So I ended up giving the flat back, and I bought a house in Dagenham, and it was it was a nice part of Dagenham. And uh, oh god, yeah, the, the stories of that that was that was a really, really that was a brilliant you're house. You're a
1: hairdresser, aren't you? Yes. So that's yeah. as well as you can always that's a good thing. It's a trade. That's my exactly. Nicole was like, people yeah. will always need their haircuts. So I'll be a hairdresser.
2: It's, yeah. <laughs> I did actually start hairdressing when I was... I think I was 11 or 12. Really? Yeah. Well, you could back then. I mean, I used to work... Actually in a shop? Yes. Shut up. Yes, I I worked in a salon. So I worked in... First of all, I worked in... My dad's friend had a little salon in Elm Park and I was there for about six months. Yeah. And then I got a job in Stephen Russell in East Ham. And I was only... 12, 13. I used to do Friday night after school and all day Saturday and used to get paid £8. <laughs> £8. Yeah. And then I transferred to Forest Gate. And then, yeah, in my fourth year of seniors, I went to school in Forest Gate. I used to bunk off school and go work.
1: Yeah.
2: And um, <laughs> on a Saturday, I was 14, had my own column. Oh, my God, Yeah. Really? Oh, they well exploited me. <laughs> Yeah, well exploited. I just always wanted to do it. And then when I was yeah. 16, I uh, left there and it I... You must have been good. Well, I was good for like... I mean, they was, they, they was all rubbish, like absolutely <laughs> rubbish. Like it was... Um, there was quite a lot of like shampoo and sets at the time and stuff like that. Yeah. So. <gasps> oh my yeah, God. I are swaying off the date <laughs> Oh
1: yeah, I right, know. Right. I can't believe that. I oh, know, yeah. Oh, but yeah. it's
2: good, at least you could work. Yeah, exactly. And I suppose
1: then, house prices weren't what they're like now
2: as well, so No, no, was I was possible. really lucky. So my um, house I bought was a repossession, and at the time, you didn't sort of, now, like you need a massive deposit, and yeah. it's just, it's unaffordable. Yeah. So this repossession was a two-bedroom house, it was lovely, it... Um, had no kitchen because the people had ripped all the kitchen out, so it was just a sink hanging off the wall. Lovely. Um, they'd knocked all the back windows out, so they was all boarded up just because they got it repossessed. So they trashed it basically. But you went in and it was just like I saw the beauty of it w- of what it could be. Yeah. And but it was like a boudoir. Everything was pink. Pink ceilings, all cornice, like cherubs on the <laughs> on the wall. But everything was pink, like everything. <laughs> So, um, yeah, that was a bit mad. But my dad worked for a glass company, so he got the uh, windows put like put in for me. Um, me mum and my stepdad uh, sort of bought me a couple of bits for the kitchen and we just... Sorry, me <laughs> We just sort of, like, made do for the kitchen until we could get it done properly. Yeah. And even in the bathroom... Uh, It had, like, one of them old avocado bath suites with all brown tiles. Oh, wow. But it was all cracked and everything, so it couldn't be used. So it all had to be... So there's me and my stepdad, and we was, like, ripping it all out. And for Christmas, they bought me a bathroom suite from uh, B&Q. It was, like, about £160 or something. Yeah. And then a family friend, Jim... He, um, I said, like, I want to tile it all. I said, I want it floor-to-ceiling tiles. Yeah. I said, but just, like, the B&Q tiles, like the little square ones that was, like, about three pence each or something. Yeah. I said, but I want them diamond with coloured grout in. I mean, that was quite a huge yeah. time, really. So he said, he said, I won't do it for you. He said, but I'll show you how to do it. So he showed me how to do it, and that was it. I tiled all this bathroom. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we had, a, that was a really funny, um, we had the lady next door, Doreen, who... She was insomniac. She was only about 50. She had real mental health. So she was banned from all the estate agents because she kept putting her house on the market. And when it was going just about to exchange contracts, she'd pull out. So she was banned. She used to walk around the house naked and the 14-year-old boy up the road used to sit outside watching (laughs) her run up and down the (laughs) stairs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, God, it was completely crazy. And she'd just... She'd get cab drivers to go and buy her fags and booze. Oh, my God. Um, the... the uh, She had a home help who came round to one day... This was completely crazy. So we backed onto the railway, like, um, the heathway.
1: Yeah.
2: But it was right by where the platform was. So we had, like, fencing at the bottom of the gardens. And... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I was out in the garden one day and I could hear, help, help. And I was thinking, what the heck is that? So I sort of like got a chair and stood up and I was like, Doreen, are you all right? Nothing. Help, help. Anyway, it's this bloody home help woman. She was mowing the lawn, but because it was a hot sunny day, she just had knickers and like a little apron on and she'd climbed over to get rid of all the grass trimmings and couldn't get back. There's all these people on the platform, and (laughs) all she's got is a pair of knickers and a little apron. (laughs) So she was just as crackers as the um, poor old Doreen. Yeah. And then, yeah, the other side was was like a a drug dealer. He was storing, he'd burrowed through my loft and Doreen's loft and was storing drugs. So when it got raided, they found, yeah, oh God, it was all going on. There's a little girl who lived over the road. Like, so, Lois is only three. Little girl that lived over the road. There was two little girls They lived with their nan. And she used to go and knock on the door. She used to go,
0: is Lovice there? Is she coming out
2: to play? And i go, she's three. No, she's not coming out to play. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, she spoke like, literally spoke like that. She was like, is Lovice there? <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, so that was uh, very eventful. And, so um, how long were you there for? Therefore, so I think we moved, Lois would have been seven in the Feb- in the May, and we moved in the F- February or March. Yeah. And from there, so it was just because, well, there was another incident next door where someone put a brick through the back of my window upstairs from the railway. Next door heard it, and um, but I think it was meant to be for them. Yeah. So I'm going crazy and uh he went out with a gun chasing him up the, and I'm thinking oh my god they're gonna think that's like they've got yeah, my window yeah. through yeah
1: yeah
2: yeah so chasing these kids or whoever it was at like the uh thing but uh, yeah it all went on I was like I don't really want to live here anymore <laughs> I just don't like <laughs> yeah oh, after after the raid after door oh yeah that was another yeah. thing with Doreen the doctor come knocked on my door one day and went um oh is there any chance you could come in I've got to give her an injection in her backside yeah and obviously I can't do it because yes. she's on her own yeah and I was like yeah yeah fine I'll do that so I come in and, uh, and this was she used to the thing she used to say was so funny and she was always swearing as well she'd always say like oh fucking hell girl <laughs> someone stole me smart I said yeah. out of my fridge <laughs> things like that yeah completely (laughs) funny things anyway so she's lying on her sofa well she's not a small lady like sort of nothing come from the waist down and um anyway he he literally like I've never seen someone stab someone with a needle like like a harpoon (laughs) so he's like whacked it in Well, she screamed she's like "Ah," like this and I went oh god does that really hurt her and he went it's a a thick oil base he said it will be painful I don't know what it was for and I was like oh god Anyway, and then um, she sort of like afterwards she turned and I said are you alright and she was like yeah yeah I'm fine and I was like oh what's that all on your, like, your legs? And the doctor went, yeah, bin your slippers and wash your legs, it's ringworm. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my <laughs> yeah, ringworm all up her legs. Fucking <laughs> Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, so that was that. And then, um yeah, I said to my uncle, I really want to move. And I was working for Tony and Guy in Brentwood at the time. And it was either sort of sell my house and buy a flat in Brentwood, or my uncle and everyone lived in, like, Epping and stuff. And he said, like, Harlow is a new town. They've got so many lovely little developments there. He said, like, and it's got nice surrounding areas. He said, it's easy to get to Brentwood. You just go down the 414. So I've done that. Yeah, and we lived there for about 14 years. And then moved back to Leighton. Come come back this way, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, all good, all fun and games.
1: Oh, so... (laughs) Relationship-wise, yes. I mean, I suppose, obviously, as a, as I well know, as a single mum, when you've got little ones at home, it's mm. a bit hard to get out dating. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Unless you've got babysitters. or And it also, if you want to do that, like, I do, I don't know.
2: Yeah. I I don't think, know, well, mm. I think where I worked sort of full-time, and it's not sociable hours I was hairdressing, yes. as you would yeah. know. Yeah, And my mum used to look after Lois, and, like, my sister turns in looking after Lois on a Saturday I then felt guilty asking them to babysit overnight. And yeah. because her dad w- wasn't, like, you know, some children go to their parents, like their other yes. parent, every other yeah, week, yeah, so yeah. you can yeah. make plans. Yeah. Sorry, I just spat on <laughs> um, But, yeah, so you could... But I didn't have that option. Yeah. But, um yeah, luckily... And I just thought, oh, I don't want to just be bringing, like, any old Tom, Dick or Harry yeah. round. Yeah, yeah. And... I've got good family, good friends, so I had a good social life, like, other than that. Yeah, And it was like, do I want to date some random person for a night, or do I want to see my friends that I haven't seen for two weeks? See my friends, or whatever. It was more more things like that, really. And it didn't really bother me at all. I think I've always been quite happily single.
1: Yeah.
2: And, um, yeah, so we got to... And then it got to a point where um, she was a little bit older. I think she was about nine. My sister was working for this place, and the lady that she worked with, her son was single, and we was all going to the festival, Yeah. so I think my sister had kind of said to this lady, oh um, oh yeah, my sister's going, she said, well maybe we'll set them up, about the yeah. same age, I think he was a couple of years older than me or whatever, anyway, so we ended up meeting up, and I think we were together for about three years in the end, okay. and me and Lois actually moved in and lived with him for about a year and a half. And he was a really nice guy, like, really, um, really good sense of humour, like, really funny, but never wanted children, didn't really like children. He did love, he did love Lois, like, because she was just a really good girl, like, she would, any situation, she was just so good, so, so good all the time, really, um, but he done, like, shift work, so a week he would be on earlies, then mids, then late. Yeah. So, in reality, we only really spent time together once every three weeks. Yeah. But because of, like, he, of a weekend, he just wanted to go out all the time, but it wasn't convenient for me to take Lois out to the pubs and stuff yes. and stuff. Yeah. So, I think after time, it became apparent that we're quite different. Yeah. And it was a case of, well, I haven't seen you all week. Like, I'd really like to see you. And he's like, well, I'll be down the pub. And I'll be like, (laughs) okay, but I can't bring Lois. And he was a bit like, well, that's not my problem. It was a bit like that. So, yeah, so that kind of fizzled out. Yeah. But he was, he was like half decent. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it was that. And then after that, I was a bit like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Can't be bothered. Can't be bothered. Then uh, we used to... Got, Lois got to an age where I was like... On a Thursday night, we used to go out in Harlow to... Yeah. Uh, we used to call it Freak Show F- Thursday. Because <laughs> all of us... <laughs> <laughs> Freak Show Thursday. One of our friends... Uh, or a couple of our friends, they um, ran a bar called Quattro's. And it was, just, it was just such a crazy night. It was probably the time when people was drinking far too many shots. Yeah. And, um, but Lois was of an age where I thought I could go out till 10. That's not like I yeah. can leave. Her. She was like 15. Yeah, yeah. I could leave her indoors just for one night, you know, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. So yeah, we used to go and of course, because it was such a short night, you would just drink as much. And it was always, we had this one week, this black lipstick and, uh, it's really, really dark cherry black kind of thing. Yeah. And anyone that put it on, it was the uh, lipstick lipstick of self-destruction. And as soon as you put it on, all of a sudden you become the most drunk person <laughs> and just done the most crazy, outrageous things. And it, uh, th- this is leading somewhere. So anyway, on one of these particularly Thursday nights, there was this um, guy who um, was, uh, he was a bit younger than me, but he was a teacher at Lois's school and... Like senior school, yeah. Not that she taught, not that he taught her at all. Anyway, every week he would kind of like come, up oh, do you want to drink oh, like this, that, and the other. And nothing ever happened at yeah. all. And then one, one, this went on for about six weeks or whatever. And then one week, I was standing at the bar and he come up and he just look, looked at me and he went, "I just can't do this." I went, "Sorry, do what? What? There's do what? There's <laughs> nothing." And he went, "Your daughter goes to my school. I just can't do it." And, I know, it was really bizarre. Anyway, his best mate uh, done dishwashers. It's really bad. <laughs> so I thought, oh, right, okay, I'll get you back. <laughs> So anyway, uh, something went wrong with my dishwasher. So I phoned his mate and got him round and ended up dating him for about a year. (laughs) But he had really short arms and long pockets. (laughs) (laughs) So the first day, uh, he came and looked at my dishwasher and he scratched his head and he was like, oh, I don't know anything about this model. And I was like, are you kidding? A dishwasher's not not kind of made, you know, they all do the same sort of thing. It's like me... Like doing your hair and doing your hair and going, Oh, I, I, I don't do this yeah. type of hair. Right. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, he said that. So our first state was, he said, All right, I'll come around to pick you up. Um, he said, And I've booked us into the uh, beefeater at Old Harlow. I was oh, like, oh, All right. right then. So he come round <laughs> in the cab. Oh, this is just, this is something else. And he came round in the cab, picked me up, and uh, we went to the, the cab driver drove to the beefeater. And he got out of the cab and walked straight in. And I went, has he paid you? And he he was like, no, no, love. So I paid for the cab. Right. From his house to me. Yeah. there. So I I kind of went in. I went, oh, I just got the cab. And he went, oh, thanks for that. (laughs) (laughs) And we sat down. You know what, you're just thinking, oh, right, OK. Right. Yeah. This is weird. So we've ordered and we're chatting and whatever, and um, when the bill come up at the end of it, he was going through and he was literally like, sort of like pulling this funny face and doing this little weird munching sort of look, <sighs> and he was going, "Oh, uh, my starter was three pound fifty, but your drink was that much." I was like, "Just split it, just just split it. I don't care." Don't matter. Like, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Just split it. Don't worry about it. Oh, no, no, but yours was a pound more than mine. Um, okay, just split it. Don't worry about it. We'll work it out later. Anyway, so we was going all like that. And then um, where, uh, when we got the uh, cab back, well, we went to the Square after, which was like a music venue in Harlow, went back there. And uh, yes, yeah, so I kind of like, I'm not I'm an independent woman. I yes. pay my own way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, 100%. But um, yeah, so sort of worked out. Um yeah, I've probably paid for both cabs, um, you yeah. your you know, that was fifty P really. Yeah. Uh, yeah embarrassing. Yeah. I hate talking about money. Yeah. But anyway, I ended up dating him for about nine months. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was doing it to get back at the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah to uh, that's what you missed out on. Yeah. One of them. But yeah, so that was quite funny. Um and he was one of them people that when you was in rounds, when it was his round, he'd always disappear. Yes.
1: yep. Yeah.
2: What a yeah. short arms, long pockets. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I know those ones. Yeah, so that was that. Um and then, yeah, so last year, this is well there's been others, but anyway, last year, like a couple of my friends said, Oh Sam, you've been single for a while now. Why don't you get on a date? And I was like, Oh, I don't want to do online dating. Yeah. It's not for me, it's really not for me. And I think I'd spoke to you about it and you was like, No, it's all boring." Yeah. It's all right. And I was like, what oh, I don't know. And then, like, my friends were saying to me, it's just, how else are you going to meet someone? You can't yeah. go, like, with like, COVID, you can't go in somewhere and just, like, go up to the bar and randomly talk, or they come and talk to you, because yeah. you're not allowed to mix tables and mix houses, whatever, yeah. whatever. So, and one of my friends, um, I mean, they're both in relationships, but one of them said to me, she was like, look, let's set you up on Hinge. Yeah. You're really good at a project. Just... Treat it like that, yeah. Treat it like a project, yeah. Go out, have fun, and so anyway, she convinced me to do it. So, done this, sort of signed up for three months, and we'd walked over to uh my uh friends in oh god, uh, Hampstead Heath,
1: yeah.
2: Oh, uh, and then on the way back, we've set it up, and each time we was having a little pit stop. We're doing a bit more of this profile. Yeah. So she was, like, helping me do it. And um, then you get all the people on there at first where it's a new person and it flags up. So, of course, they're all, yeah, it's yeah, going yeah. bing, 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 bing. Yeah. Well, first of all, I, I didn't set the age thing. <laughs> so I had about 15, 20-year-olds.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, they love Maybe an older more. lady. Oh, it's, gosh. I never knew until I...
0: Well, I think they
2: just abs. think you're going to be really grateful. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah so, uh, it, it's really. They, like, I mean, it's different.
1: You
2: feel like a fucking paedophile. Uh, is that so good of
1: my daughter?
2: I know, I know. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Not for me. So, yeah, I was like, oh, gosh, right, quickly change the uh, age restrictions and um, and then. There was sort of a, a bit of chat going on. So I, f- I think this was on the Friday. By the Tuesday, there was quite a lot. Yeah. I just didn't know where to start. In the past, whenever I've kind of spoke to someone, you say hi, and all of a sudden you've got a picture of their dick. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, you know, I don't know what you think you're going to get out of that. Yeah. You know, yeah, I just, yeah, it's yeah. not, that's not what attracts me. Yeah. You know, we've got to have a bit of chat first. Yeah at least <laughs> so yeah. yeah so there was sort of a few few uh, things and it was just uh, I think I was going to do um, a couple of my clients who are also my friends they're Australian girls yeah but they seem to date in a completely different way like they're so relaxed about everything and you know it's just like oh you just come out and you know just have a bit of a giggle about it you know and I'm like, oh gosh, I just don't know. So, it was a couple of a couple of years before. My friend and I was going to go on this speed dating thing. Yeah. Well, I just got my knickers in a twist so much that for three nights before I didn't sleep. I was
1: going to come on that with you, wasn't I? Was that the
2: well, one? you going to do it as well? It yeah. 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 Oh well, I got my knickers in such a twist. Yeah. No,
1: I didn't. I, I, didn't, I don't know if I could get a
2: babysitter anyway, and I was a bit like Oh, right. it's just well. Good job because I didn't go. Yeah. So yeah. I was just like, right, I'm gonna need to have a glass of wine before I go because I just need a bit of confidence yeah. to get rid of the nerves. Yeah. Well, I net two glasses of wine far too quickly. Threw me guts up. Couldn't go. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So yeah. yeah. So that was that. So that was my experience of trying to date. <laughs> and then it, it was. Um, Oh, yeah, there was a, there was a, a, the reason why I was a, a bit kind of uh, anti and stuff like that was because I did have a bit of a, a not good relationship with someone. But anyway, we'll yeah. talk, that's another story. But, um, yeah, so I was all kind of, like, nervous and everything. Anyway, and then these girls was going, right, give us a here, let's have a little look. So they're talking to me. They're like, look, you need to build up your dating game. And yeah. what you need to do is you've got to go for people that you don't particularly fancy. Have a look on their profile. If there's one thing in common that you think you can have a chat about, you, you go for it. Yeah. And just get, don't talk for more than three days. You don't want a pen pal. So have a chat, meet up. You'll know in the first hour whether you yeah. like them or don't like them. Yeah. And go on lots to build up, get your confidence and realise that it's just, you're just going for a Like, like a new client, you yeah. know, yeah, just yeah, going yeah. and having a chat.
1: Yeah.
2: So, anyway, by the time I left there doing their hair, I had about three dates set up from there. (laughs) And uh, date number one was... um, He actually was quite nice-looking in real life. His profile, he looked like a bit of a knob. But... (laughs) He was actually quite nice-looking. But he was a funny one. (laughs) So, first of all, I said to meet at the Stratford Hotel, the the new one.
1: Yes, yeah. Because
2: you can have a beer there. And because he was... He was a beer specialist and a beer judge or something like that.
1: Yeah.
2: So he didn't really have much conversation other than talking about beer.
1: Right.
2: But in the, it, he was already there and he said, "Oh, um, I said, oh, I'm just on my way. Um, I won't be, I won't be long." And he was like, "It's a hotel. Have you brought me here for an ulterior motive?" And I was like, "Oh no, no, definitely not. Sorry. Oh gosh, no. I don't want to give that impression." So anyway, when I got there, he was like, "Oh, they haven't really got any like decent beers." He said, "So um, if I don't like the beer, you're paying." And I was like, right. "Okay, fair enough. I'll pay. Yeah. I'll buy the first round. I don't really care." Yeah. So uh, yeah, so we're sitting there and we've had this beer and he was telling me about this brewery from this beer and going on and on and on and everyone else was going, "You should have just left it at that." Yeah. <laughs> But because Lois was picking me up and she was going gym, so by the time she yeah. went to the gym and then come back and she was coming to pick me up, I had about three hours with him. Yeah. So from there, we walked over to here, race, and we went into a pub that he wanted to go in because he knew the head brewer there. Yeah. And um, I, I was... Uh, he said, do you know the way? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I know the way. Well, we didn't trust that I knew, so we got it up on his sat-nav. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my so funny. God. Um, yeah, and we went there and uh, we just we had a couple of beers and he was going, no, you've got to sample the beer first of all. And I was like, really? I was going, look, no, you're the connoisseur, you know, I'll trust your yeah. judgement. No, but you might taste from the sides of your tongue or the t- whatever. Oh, good, it was all, all bonkers. Oh then he God. told me off for coming out of the toilet and washing my hands and sanitising. He went, you do know if you wash your hands, you don't really need to sanitise as well. And I was like... Okay, yeah, <laughs> all right then. I was laughing. Then one of the beers that he had he didn't like, so we went, took it back and got his £3.50 back. Oh my. And he said to God. me uh, on his back he said, Oh, do you want anything to eat? They've got like some vegan stuff on here. And I was like, uh, Well, if you're going to eat, I'll just have like yeah. some, they like paprika potatoes. And he went, £4.50. Oh no, you're not having them. <laughs> <laughs> well, the next round, I just bought them anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I bought them, and uh, he refused to eat them because they were four pounds fifty. I don't yeah, it was really bonkers. Oh, my God. And um, at the end of it, so, yeah, one of our friends said to me, right, at the end of it, you know, just tell them you've had a nice time, but, yeah. you know, don't feel that there's a collection, or yeah, yeah, wish yeah. them all the best for their future dating, and then that kind of cuts it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought, right, I've got it all in my head. So I said to her, I said, oh, my daughter's here now. I'm going to go outside. I said, oh, well, it's been lovely to meet you. You know, yeah. thank you for a, a, a lovely day, and I wish you all the best for your future dating. And he went, oh, uh, well, well. let me give you a bit of advice. And I went, oh, all right, then. <laughs> he said, uh, so uh, make sure you put on your profile that you definitely don't want to go out with a meat eater. And I went, oh, okay, why is that then? He said, every time I s- spoke about suckling roasted, spit roast pig, you kept pulling the face. And I went, really? I said, I've got no problem if you want yeah. to eat meat. I just choose not to eat it myself. And he was like, well, your face was saying a different story. And I went, oh, bitter. And just walked <laughs> off. <laughs> oh and, then he, and then he messaged me and said, oh, we can still be friends if you want. I was like, no. <laughs> How <laughs> okay. bizarre. Yeah. Oh, I do pick him. I really do And then the next guy I dated, he was lovely. The loveliest man in the world. Um, but he just was just yeah definitely not for me he had it um he was just he looked like a 10 year old boy <laughs> but he was really lovely he was really sweet really lovely but just not not for me but yeah. um but he probably felt the same anyway but um yeah so that was that one and then there was a couple of couple of others but were that was quite normal not not so interesting yeah <laughs> And then it was then we got onto this uh one one particular one that I chatted to a couple of times, and um he uh said, "Oh can I uh he said "I really want to meet someone that wants to do like a day date, yeah, and I was like, okay, so what what do you mean by that?" And he said, "Well, we said, I want to do some sort of activities, no one's got any kind of you know spontaneity or." you know, anything like that. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll go for it. Let's do it. He said, oh, he said, I'm thinking Mid Wales," And I was like, really? I said, look, I don't mind doing a day-date, but Mid Wales is a bit far. It yeah. would mean I can't drive there. I would have to stay over.
1: Yeah. And that's
2: a little bit out of my comfort zone, if I'm yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh, okay then. And anyway, he lived in Northampton, and my, one of my best friends lives in Northampton. So I said, look, I don't mind coming to Northampton. Because I can state my friends.
1: How did you meet him? If he lived so far away. I your, don't know. Your setting, loca- your no, location I must think, be.
2: I think I had only uh, sort of so many mile raid raid. Uh, well, that's weird. But yeah, I don't know how it happened. Yeah. Whether it was I'm trying to think if I'd even. I think I had been there, but I didn't have the app then. Oh, I, I had no idea.
1: Do you know what? Actually, sometimes you do get people that are just randomly.
2: Yeah. Like, it was weird. It must have just been a glitch. Yeah. Anyway, so we kind of had a couple of chats, and then um, we had a chat actually on the phone. And oh, he just—he had a really, really broad accent.
1: What's the Northampton accent It's like? kind of Where a bit. So
2: it's um geography. it's the northeast point of England before it goes into Midlands. Oh
1: okay. So
2: it's um the 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 accent's sort of a cross between it's a bit kind of Bristonian Birmingham okay. y yeah, yeah, kind yeah, yeah. of which is it's not an awful accent at all, but he bellowed it, he was so loud. <laughs> And I know I can be quite loud, (laughs) but this was, you know, holding the phone about a foot away from my ear. Yeah, so um, I sort of planned to do this. And anyway, I said to him, right, what do I need for the day? So he said, right, he said, "Um, like, walking shoes, because we're going to have a bit of a walk. He said, swimwear. And I was like, okay. He said, and something nice to wear to go out for dinner. Yeah. me, in my head rather than asking him because I wanted it to be he wanted it to be a surprise,
1: yeah,
2: um I thought oh right, right his profile picture is paddle boarding, so maybe it's something along that line, yeah. so I'm thinking, oh right, I'll take a sort of an old swimming costume because yeah. then if we have got to put a wetsuit on over the top yeah, of it yeah. it's just something for your modesty isn't yeah, it yeah and uh so it come to heat like every night doing a countdown he kept sort of like uh text messaging all oh, five sleeps to go all oh, four <laughs> sleeps to go like this <laughs> and so uh, and it was just it was really like funny and then we got it got to the morning um and i said text him and i said right i'm leaving now so yeah. sat staying saying hour and a half i should be with you for it was about half like it was i was gonna get there for half nine yeah and he was like oh okay he said well we said i it, I I won't believe that you'll come in until you're actually here. So I was like, okay, well, all week I've said I'm coming. In. <laughs> like I I will turn off. I won't let you down. So I done the journey and um, pulled up outside the address of this house. Yeah. But, um yeah, there's a, quite a few cars parked in the front of it and um, a few blacked out windows. Mm, is this the right place anyway so I phoned and I just said oh I think I'm outside yeah. the address and he was like oh yeah I'm just coming around the corner so he's like pulled up around the corner and come up and undone his so we had a like a Mercedes estate with a big fat exhaust yeah
1: um
2: and so he's come around the corner and it's kind of making that noise <laughs> yeah. like a Subaru like that like yeah. that noise Um, And he's sort of undone his tinted window and he vapes. So he's just got the vape coming out of his nostrils (laughs) like Puff the Magic Dragon. But trying to hide the fact that he was doing it as well. He had like a cap on and he'd lost weight since his uh, profile picture because he was much more gaunt in the face. Anyway, so I was like, hello. And he was like, oh, hello. Oh, I'm glad glad you're here. He said, um, right, he said, uh what I need you to do is follow me so I was like okay fine so he's like turn around i followed him and we've driven to a car park yeah no we've driven to a garden centre and he's sort of undone his window and he sort of indicated with his finger pointed down for me to drive up next to him so he can talk to me yeah so I've pulled up next to him and he was like oh he said uh, if you, you've you been on a journey, if you need a toilet, there's one in there, because otherwise there's not one where we're going to be walking. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, oh, that's really nice of you. I said, I'm actually okay. Yeah. I said, I went before I, I left. And he was like, oh, all right then, no worries. He said, all right, follow me. So I followed him again, we've pulled up out by this forest. Well, all the time, I've got different people that I'm pinning my location. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah, you yeah. do. So I've pinned a few people my location, So I was like, oh, what we just... uh, Got out of the cars and I I, I was getting my coat out and um, as I have turned around to see him, he's like six foot three, um, obviously lost a lot of weight but he's still got his clothes on so he had a hoodie tucked into his (laughs) boot-flared jeans that was hinged in with a belt. And... um, tiny disproportionately small Reebok classics that was probably a size six underneath this boot flare and as he's come walking along he's got a chewing gum and he's taking the chewing gum and literally drop kicks it into the forest. <laughs> chewing gum's got flying and I'm looking and then he's like all right not like bellowed out
0: all right
2: and I'm looking and everyone's like looking as well and I am thinking, oh my goodness gracious <laughs> and as everyone says why did you not just run then <laughs> no i spent the whole day with him <laughs> so we've gone walking around this forest and he's telling me about he used to live in mid-wales with his uh, wife of, of 20 years or whatever and um he didn't have any children but she had a couple of children and one of them was big time drug dealer big time drug dealer and I was like oh impressive like (laughs) pulling her face and so yeah so he's telling me all these things and um he said uh he went don't worry he said um I've got money in the bank I've got money in the bank and when I find the right one he said at the moment he said I live on site um he said so that was my brother's house that you you went to he said but we're not allowed to have people in or anything because it's just like a a room on site but don't worry, I've got money in the bank," he said. "Um, when I've met the right person, think I might have found her. <laughs> I'll move, locate to where she wants to be." And I was thinking, "Oh my god!" What did he do for a
1: job?
2: I think he said he was some like a transport manager, but not like I think it was like high-end cars that was transported from. So, if someone buys like a high-end Porsche or whatever, but it's in Germany, yeah. he provides the transport to bring it back. Right. Something like that.
1: Did you live on
2: site? Yeah. Yeah. I mean he did drive me round to where he worked. I think yeah. he was just like trying to prove a point. Yeah. Not I have actually got a job. Not that I was ever doubting anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I don't think he was a liar. He just um yeah, had a bit of a wild life, I think. But yeah, so he's telling me all this stuff and then we done this walk around the forest and we get back to the car and he's like, um can you uh can you use Google, he went to me, and I went, what, the search engine, I said, yeah, I can, and he went, oh, I'll just get really annoyed with it, and I ended up throwing my phone, I smashed so many phones up, he went, trying to search on Google, he said, I want to take you out for some brunch, like lunchy brunch, he said, but I want somewhere that I know you can eat, so I was like, oh, okay, I mean, he was really thoughtful, don't get me wrong, he was just a bit bonkers. So uh, I found this place, and I knew this place anyway, so that was really good. So I said, is that too far from where we are? And he yeah. was like, no, 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 that's fine. So we've got in separate cars again. he's like, right, follow me. So I follow him to another car park. <laughs> and uh, gets goes and gets a ticket, puts a ticket in both of our cars. And then we walk through, and he's drop-kicking his chewing gum again as he gets out of the car, oh
0: my flinging God. that
2: into the car park, probably hit a car or something. <laughs> and then we go into this restaurant. And we're sitting upstairs, and the app thing doesn't work. So we wait for the um, uh, waitress to come round. Anyway, they take take her food, and he keeps disappearing into the toilet, having a vape, coming out like puff magic dragon. <laughs> and he's keeps he's permanently texting his brother. Then he says to me, "Oh my god, you remind me of my ex so much. Not not the one from Mid the other one." And I was like, "Oh okay." And he said, she was a hairdresser as well. He said, oh, my God, she does my mum's hair. This is really uncanny. I've got to find her. I've got to find her and show you. So he's searching on his phone, and he's like, the bitch has deleted me off of Facebook. Right, I'm <laughs> going to phone me mum. So he's phoned his mum, put her on loudspeaker, and he's like, Mum, why ain't... We call her Claire. Why ain't Claire on Facebook? And she went, don't talk to me about that bitch. <laughs> She let me down in lockdown. She wouldn't come and do my hair. What do you want to know about her for? So he went, oh, I'm on a date with someone who looks like her. If she went, well, be fucking careful then. <laughs> so everyone can hear. Oh and <laughs> I'm just sitting there thinking, oh, my God. Then our food comes up. And he's, like, texting with one hand and shoveling it in with, like, a fork. And I went to him, you have got a knife there? And he went, oh, I don't use a knife. Like it's really, really uncool to eat with a knife and fork. And, and he's like swishing this pint down and he's shoveling it in. Anyway, oh my so that was that that experience. And then we um, left there and he was like, right, okay, right, follow me. we get back in the car, another, go to another car park. And uh, when we get out, he puts the tickets in the car and he's like, uh, he said, uh, you'll need your swimming stuff. And I'm looking around and I think, swimming stuff? Right, OK, so I've got it out. Anyway, as we've walked out of this car park in Northampton Town Centre, we've now turned up at the public swimming <laughs> baths. And we're standing in the queue because it's COVID, you know, all the regulations, there's only a certain amount of people and you've all got to socially distance. And I went, are we going swimming? And he went... Yeah, like really proud of himself. So we've gone it, well I'm just laughing the whole time. Like absolute I'm thinking, what on earth is going on? Like this is the most crazy day. So he was really proud of himself, like for doing it. So we've got like changed Of course I've got this really old swimming costume that was meant to go under a wetsuit if we was going paddle boarding or something. But we're not, we're in this public swimming baths. And there was, yeah, just some random people in there. And we're kind of swimming up and down. And I'm just laughing. <laughs> like, think of what is going on? I was like, do you take all your first dates, public swimming? And he was like, no, you're the first one. I like, oh, okay. And I'm laughing. But I think when I laugh, they get the impression that I'm really interested yeah, and, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, really yeah. having the best time of my life. Yeah. Anyway, he's swimming and he's got his tiny little flippers going up and down. <laughs> and, uh, and he's got a big chunk out of his leg and he's sort of telling me I think he had cancer or something. Oh, gosh, yeah. He was, his uh, parents were Cypriot, but he was really... He was quite sort of a, a redhead when I think he, when he had hair. Yes. And quite freckly. So I think when they lived in Cyprus... I don't think he wore Factor or anything, so right, I think it caused them Anyway, so he referred to it as a shark bite. bite. So, yeah, we're swimming up the day anyway. We stopped at the end and we're having a like a, a, a bit of a chat and stuff and then he sort of comes round in front of me and then he picks my feet up and uh, he starts pulling my feet backwards and he's bobbing and I'm bobbing along, <laughs> going backwards... <laughs> And then all of a sudden, with one foul swoop, he scissors me round his middle oh and starts trying to kiss me. And I'm God. like, "Oh God, no, no, no! Heavy petting, <laughs> no! no I, I don't do this on a first <laughs> date." I'm flapping my hands and trying to get him oh off. God. Oh my God, it was just so embarrassing. Oh and God. people were just looking, thinking, "What on earth is going on? What is going oh on?" God. And then, so we we. We had 40 minutes, I think, in there. Then from there, we got out, and he was just, bless you, he, was, he just kept going, have I done something wrong? Or And I was like, no, no. I said, but, you know, just, it is very, very over the top for a first date. I said, don't get me wrong, I'm having a nice time. I said, but, you know, I think we can sort of see that we're not compatible. Yeah. And it's just so over the top. But he was still convinced that... Um, he was gonna like go through the rest of the day. So from from there we got the uh back in our cars and he's like follow me. So we drove about twenty minutes and then we're driving into the Marriott Hotel and golf course and he's indicated again out of out of his car and I pull up next to him and I was like, Are we playing golf? <laughs> he was like, No, I've booked us a room and uh, my face I was just like what and he went no separate rooms he said I've booked us both a roommate after swimming I thought you might need to have a shower and freshen up and that and I was like oh right okay Oh, well, that's really nice of you so we went into the hotel and he's like right well, I'll meet you back down at half five I've got a cab booked that's taken us to a restaurant so I was like okay so I've gone in I'm in this like suite in the Marriott Hotel and it was just it was just all so bizarre Oh my God. It was really, really bizarre. Anyway, I got showered and ready and whatever and um met him downstairs and we got the cab and we went to this restaurant. Well we went for a drink first of all, then we went to this restaurant and had some food. But as we we're walking from the bar to the restaurant, someone drove past with a big exhaust, so he's doing the wanker sign shouting wanker <laughs> down the road at him. Um, yeah, really loud, really, really loud, so I sort of got my head down, but I was drinking alcohol-free beer, but he didn't know it was alcohol-free, so he was getting more and more and more drunk, and he was necking wine. Oh. He was getting, like, two large glasses of wine and, like, pouring them into, like, a pint glass. Oh, what? Yeah, and I was just having alcohol-free beer. Why didn't you just get a bottle? I don't know it was all very bizarre, it was all very bizarre, so we had this lovely food, and all the time he kept trying to like hold my hand or touch my leg, and I was going, oh look please, I said like, you know, I'm really not into this on a first date,
1: yeah,
2: at all, so, um, and then after our food he was like, oh do you want to uh, go for more drinks, and I said, I've been up since five,
1: yeah,
2: I'm going to call it a day, you know, I've had a lovely time, but let me take you out for breakfast in the morning as a thank you, because yeah. you really have gone o- over yeah. the top, and it was lovely. So we got a cab back to the Marriott Hotel. So I went in, and anyway, this um, uh, restaurant that we went to, you know you, the smells, I don't think they had extraction fans. Yeah. So I went in, had a shower, I washed my hair, got in bed, I made a cup of tea, watched Strictly Come Dancing, <laughs> in, my nice, in my nice suite. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so then in the morning... I took it like we went and had breakfast and I, knowing he likes wine, I bought him a bottle of wine as a thank you Yeah, and just sort of said to him, oh, you know, if ever you pop down to London and you want to do a bit of sightseeing, I said, I don't mind showing you around a few places Yeah, and just left it alone. Didn't I hear anything after? Oh my God.
1: I just can't. It's just so extra. It, Everything's just so
2: extra. So extra. It must be something I'm putting out to the <laughs> universe. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's so bizarre, so bizarre, yeah. I mean,
1: if you'd liked him, aside from it being a public swimming pool and not like a (laughs) (laughs) nicer pool. The David Lloyd or something. (laughs) I mean, it was very considerate, Mm. and the fact that he's getting your parking tickets and all that. It was all so well thought out, Yeah, yeah.
2: And he's been desperate to do this for someone. Yeah, but like yeah, I said yeah, to yeah, him when yeah. I was talking, I said, like, maybe just go for dinner for the first time to see yeah. if there's a connection. Then yeah. you can do all of this yeah, yeah, lavish, yeah. Yeah. like, whole day experience but for then, them. do you
1: think a connection is that important for men?
2: No, I think any else a goal for them. <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, I think he said I was only the third date he'd had in since he'd split up with the wife, which was probably about a year and a half. And I've got a feeling because he does, like got everything, was quite over the top. He probably puts people off.
1: Yeah. Well, that is quite.
2: Yeah. But then
1: it, if you were into it, it would have been lovely. But yeah. If you're not, then that's it's scary. Isn't
2: yeah. It? I mean, I was just going to have the best time ever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. It was all gonna be stuff for my book at some point. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was all all gonna go down to that. So I was just gonna make the absolute most of it, regardless. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely, regardless. Yeah. I think I, in the three months and then I stopped. I probably had about a good fifteen dates. Yeah, yeah, and one one guy I did see for a little, uh, from, did we start seeing, I, I suppose I, I had a couple of dates with him in, so like August, September, October, so it must have been in the October, yeah, then we went into lockdown, that's it, and he said, oh I'd really like to carry on seeing you, he said like, because we're single, like we can form a bubble, and I yeah. was like, oh yeah, fine, yeah, oh l- lovely, we'll do that then, and um yeah, that's a, a another story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it it was lovely like the first couple of times. Yeah. Cuz I think he was making an effort.
1: Yeah. And then
2: it became quite apparent that um his personal hygiene was getting less and less because he was too tight to buy deodorant and stuff. He would only what? buy cheap ladies deodorant, yeah. So, of course, by five o'clock in the evening when we'd meet up for a drink, he's beefy by then. Yeah. And, um. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was. Oh yeah, it was another. Very bizarre. But I'd already invited him for Christmas.
1: Oh,
2: no. And I, I, do, I do this, so I feel sorry for people. Yeah, I nah. know. But, yeah, so he showed up Christmas. Oh, really? Yeah, well, I went and picked him up. So he hadn't met any of my friends or any or any of my family or anything. And I kinda knew it was a, it was only kind of a bit of a fling and it weren't really gonna go anywhere. But um yeah, he would normally go to his mum's abroad at Christmas, but he didn't because of the flights had gone up because of all the COVID yeah. and stuff like that. So he wouldn't spend the money on the flight, even though his mum was in hospital. But anyway. Yeah. And what did he say to me? He said oh, he said oh well, with um, as soon as my mum, like, he, he's had this kind of very uh, rock and roll lifestyle, let's say um, rock and roll lifestyle. And then at fifty four, has realised he's got nothing. He's got a seven year old son who yeah. he's really good with, and he sees like regularly, um, but hasn't got anything. Absolutely yeah. nothing. But he's hanging on to the fact that he, as soon as his mum goes, that's all he's because he's the only child. Right. And he actually said that. Oh, nice. So it was a bit off putting. Yeah, it was a few, a few red flags. Yeah. Like, like, like there are. Anyway, so a few times like we'd go out and you know, same thing. You know, independent woman always go half. You know, yeah, or yeah, yeah, you yeah. by round, I by around, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, go for that, and um, we. Uh, Couple, like, He worked for a, a beer company as well, so he'd always book places that were his clients, his customers. Yeah. So we'd go to some, like, really nice places, and over, t- over time he was ordering, like, more lavish things on the menu. Yeah. So it would be, you know, I'd have my little vegan burger or meal or wherever it was and he would then be going for lobster and meat and stuff like that yeah. because he said he doesn't eat meat at home but he eats meat and stuff when he goes out yeah so of course the the bills are getting bigger and bigger and yeah, bigger yeah, yeah. but of course we're just going half and no questions yeah, yeah, asked yeah. really and then um yeah it got to Christmas I went and picked him up and I said oh you know me and my daughter would normally go out go pub or whatever but of course yeah. it's all shut down so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to get fish and chips, well, chips, yeah. in our case. So he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'm happy to do that. So I said, what What would you like? He said, oh, I'll have fish and chips. I said, oh, OK then. So I went over and got the fish and chips, brought it back. Then um, he's produced two bottles of red wine out of his bag as his contribution of Christmas for himself. Nothing else. No, like, do you want me to contribute to any... I would have said no, because I'd got it yeah, all, yeah, 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 but no- yeah. nothing. yeah. So then, on the first night, like he drank, he was drinking the gin and the prosecco and stuff like that, and that's fine. I don't begrudge it; it's absolutely fine. Then um, uh, my daughter uh, was staying at one of our neighbours because she was away looking after the cat. So we, anyway, oh god, he just for some reason woke up in the night, went to the toilet, come back to bed. I could smell shit. So it woke me up. So I've got up, gone into the toilet. It was everywhere. It was on the floor, on the tap, on the toilet roll. It was like... What? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't, I've got no idea. So I just went and slept on the sofa. I was like, oh my God. Like, I obviously cleaned it up, like, bleach, bleached, bleached at uh, about four o'clock in the bloody morning. Then, when he come in and the next morning, he was just like, have you got the hump with me? And I was like, no, I said I haven't got the ump with you, but like if you go to the toilet, can you check everywhere? And he went, "What do you mean?" I said, "There was shit everywhere, like on." I said, I, "I'm mortified." I said, "If my daughter walked in there, she would be mortified, and I hope you are too." And he was like, "Oh, it does happen sometimes," and I was like, "Oh How what does my!" That God?
1: Happen? I don't know. How does that happen?
2: I've got no idea. I've I, I, absolutely no idea. It was just so bizarre. So I think he's got a bit of an eating problem. There's something going on with with the eating. Something going on. Because his insides are not great. They're not great.
1: But even if your insides aren't great, you should, as an adult, know how to wipe and yeah. clean yourself properly.
2: Exactly. And
1: make sure there isn't shit everywhere. Yeah. Especially when you're not in your own house. <laughs> yes,
2: exactly. But anyway, so that was that. And then, so we had, like, uh, Christmas Day. And, of course, in front of Lois, so I'm trying, like, not... I, I just wanted to get rid of him, really. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. I'm trying to kind of uh, go with it all and everything. And then it got to Boxing Day. So we went out for a walk. So
1: he was there for the whole of Christmas?
2: Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, it, oh it, my then when God. we come back Boxing Day, I was just like, look, I really... I'm going to have to drop you back because I've got things to do. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and this was at 2 o'clock... So we'd already, we'd got back from this walk and he'd already started on his first bottle of red wine. Right. And he said, oh, can I finish my wine first? So I'm thinking he wanted to finish that bottle. Oh, no, he wanted to finish the two bottles so he didn't have to leave them there. That's all I can imagine. So it took him till four o'clock to drink these two bottles of wine. He's absolutely smashed. So I drove him home. (laughs) And, um, yeah, it was just so weird. So, so weird. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was loads of other other stuff. I mean, it was almost a deal-breaker when I went to his place in, lock like, the first bit of the lockdown. He'd done, like, a meal and everything, but I think he'd made a bit of an effort indoors. Yeah. Because it was the first time I was going round. Yeah. But, oh, his toilet was disgusting. Oh. No. It was just... It was disgusting. Anyway, and I had to say to him, "Look, you need to put bleach down your toilet."
1: Yeah,
2: I said, "Like it's not very inviting." I said, "If it, you're a man that lives here and you've got a boy," I said, yeah. "But it's not. It's like as a woman, it's really off-putting." And um, it never got any better. It actually, everything just got worse and worse. But anyway, yeah. So that was that. And then uh, he um, messaged and said, "Oh, like, are you coming round?" I was like, "No, no, I'm not going to come round." I said. Like we've got into lockdown again. I can't really afford to come round. Yeah. Um, I said, but I'm gonna to go to my sister's and just like sit lock lockdown yeah. out there. I said, and I might end up moving there anyway. I thought oh, that would yeah, be yeah, yeah. But then he went on to tell me, oh yeah. So before that, he said, um, he said, oh, he said I can't wait for things to start opening up again. Cause this was the Christmas bit of lockdown. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, yeah, it'd be nice. So, Jay, yeah, he said, so we can get booking up, go some nice places. And I was like, yeah, yeah, like, it'd be nice, yeah, like, sort of half hearted. Yeah, yeah. And then he said, um, he said, Jay, yeah, he said, because I need to start banking a bit of casheroony. And I went, what do you mean? And he was like, oh, he said, uh, well, when we go out, you like pay your half and you give it to me in cash or whatever. Yeah. He said, and um, I'll pay for it, but I'll claim it all back on my expenses. Yeah. So basically, every time we was going out, he was making money out of me. So that's why he started ordering more and more lavish stuff because I was paying half of it. But oh then he was banking god. that money, or I was transferring in the money, whatever. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah. And then he was claiming it all back on expenses. But actually said it to me, like it's, like not a single bit of shame, like it was normal. Mm. Yeah, so that was that one. And then I didn't hear from him for three and a half months. So as far as he knows, I'm really struggling going back into another lockdown, yeah. and I've gone to my sister's. Yeah. Didn't hear from him for three and a half months, and actually last week he messaged, and said... <gasps> um, what was it? He said... Um, oh, hi, I can't help but wonder how you are. I miss hanging with you, not drunk. Because I think you said it about 11 o'clock at night. So I didn't reply.
1: No,
2: I think that's better if you don't. Yes, that was that one. So I was like, oh, well, you know, it's all all experience, all fun won't last. But it's made me realise, I think I actually quite like dating, but I don't want to be in a relationship.
1: Yeah, yeah, you just want to go and have... Yeah. A nice time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. I get that.
2: And I think because I've been single for quite a lot of my life, you know, I've had, like, relationships, but um, only sort of three main ones, really. I quite, I quite like my life. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Well, when, when work's going well and stuff like that, but yeah, I quite like it.
1: I think if you were to meet the right person who just fit in... Mm and everything was fine, mm. then it's a possibility. Yeah. But...
2: Apart from that. <laughs> it's,
1: and it's also, it's everyone's different, aren't they? So meeting a person that is going to fit in, I think it's quite a hard...
2: It is a hard task, yeah. Yeah.
1: But like I'm a, I, I've been on Hinge, so it'll be six years soon that I've been single for, and it took me a couple of years to actually even think about Meeting someone else and just getting my head bound, everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So so that would be four years then that I've been kind of looking. And I think I've had about three dates. Maybe not even three. Dates, not hookups. (laughs) (laughs) Like actually going
2: out. Going out for something. Nice dinner. Oh, yeah.
1: I think I might have only had two.
2: It is I think it's really hard going out there for women. I think men have it easier because they see well from from what I can see they just there's no picking, they don't swipe left or right, everything swipes right yeah. and they just wait for whoever's there yeah. and they'll just go from there yeah, yeah, yeah. where I think women are a little bit more selective, yeah but and I've just come to the conclusion. Anyone kind of in my age group, if they've been like single for more than a year, there's something wrong with them. Mm. Women are in, like most women are quite independent, yeah, and don't necessarily need a man. And uh, yeah, not sort of stereotyping because some do, and that's fine. Whatever yeah. you want to do, but if think, we
1: do get on better. And,
2: and gen- gen- like, got the kids as well, and exactly. And you know, generally, the woman will have the children at home. Yeah. So the man's bored. Once they finish work, they don't go around doing housework and yeah. stuff like that yeah, like yeah, we yeah. would do. Yeah. You know, if you've not got the children for a night, you have to blitz the house or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Or you've got to go and do shopping or Yeah. So they I think they're bored more. So they're on it a little bit more, but yeah. It's all quite So you're
1: on it at the minute? No. No.
2: No, not at all. I suspended it. I think I might have a little crack at it in the summer, maybe. Summer's
1: good, and especially because we can go out a bit more now yeah. and stuff.
2: I might sort of, like, just do it for a month or something in yeah. September, something like that.
1: Yeah.
2: Just go on a few days. Oh, good, yeah, that was just, I just thought of another bonkers date as well. Go on. <laughs> so this fella, he didn't live too far. He was from Wanstead, I think. And I arranged to meet him over Wild Card Brewery in Wolfenstown. Yeah. And it's all, um, it's where God's Own Junkyard is. And yeah, it's yeah, all yeah, outside. Yeah. And it was like the summer and everything. we just had like a couple of little conversations. And then for some reason, this conversation started going on to like an animal theme. So for a joke, I just sort of said, oh, right, let's turn up in some animal print.
1: Yeah. So I had
2: like a leopard print or a snake print dress on or whatever and I walked up to meet him and it was like a daytime thing I thought I was meeting him about two o'clock. Anyway, he'd ph- he phoned and he said, oh, I'm in the queue, like, what do you want to drink? I said, oh, I'm literally coming right now. So, as I walked up, first of all, I thought, is he dressed up like a bit of like a Tiger King zookeeper kind of thing? Um, and, I thought, it, like, is he kind of taking it a bit yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, as a bit of a laugh? So he had on like a a beige linen shirt that had all these different polka dots. So I thought, oh, this is animal theme. Then he had these like little cargo shorts on. Then he had on uh, blue, pale pink, and pale blue diamond socks up to his knees. So he nice. just had his like knee exposed and like coral like deck shoes. And, um, yeah, it, I, I sort of looked and thought, oh, it's quite, quite out there, quite centric. Um, and then, anyway, so we, yeah, got a drink, sat down. And he, he was another one. He was necking his drink like it's go, going out of fashion. But he kept doing this, like, eye roll thing. And I don't know if... Have you ever seen Nighty Night? Yeah. So he kept doing this eye... So I kept thinking he was Glenn... And then I'm the hairdresser, so I then kept thinking I was Jill. So I was doing all these, like, quotes from all these Jill quotes to him. And he's, like, doing this eye roll. I didn't tell him that I thought he was Glenn. But, <laughs> but oh I, was, I was laughing so oh much. God. I was absolutely crying with laughter. Well, because I'm laughing so much, he was like, oh, no-one gets my sense of humour. Oh. But this eye roll and everything. So we had we had about three drinks there, but I was having halves and he was having like pints and he was like just drinking these. Well, he was quite he, he was quite drunk by then. Then we sort of moved around and like had a few more drinks and but as we got up, he done the whole Glen and Jill thing where he was like inappropriately like trying to touch my boob. Okay hanging round me, trying to hold my hand. We've known each other for like an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like walking along. Well, I'm just crying because I'm Jill. I am Jill yeah. and I'm walking <laughs> along. And then we've gone in a couple of other places and it, oh my God, it was just so funny. Then we was in God's Own junk and he'd never been in there and it's all these like neon lights yeah. and um, he was, uh, what was it? One of them was something like uh, strippers dancing. And he sort of looked up and he was like, oh, strippers dancing, mushrooms on acid. Like, he was just saying all these random things. Well, so I'm really laughing, but that's why people don't get his sense of humour because it was quite out there. Yeah, 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 but I was yeah. laughing and everything. And um, then we're sitting there out in the little bit out the back, which is called, what is it called? The doghouse or something. Anyway, we're sitting there. Oh, and he just kept leaning over when he was trying to, like, lizard my tongue. He kept trying oh, to... God. He kept trying to... Um, Poke his tongue in my ear and I'm going, Oh, get off, get off, all like this, trying to like flap him away. But and yeah, really kind of over-the-top behaviour. And um yeah, so that was a really funny day, and at the end of that, Loris came and picked me up, it was only about seven o'clock, and she said, Mum, you was trying to walk away from him, and he just kept grabbing your hands and pulling you back, pulling you back she said it just looks so funny it looks so funny anyway so i got home and texted him to say i was home and then sort of passed out more or less yeah anyway woke up in the morning to about 15 messages one of them he was saying he was or he signed it off as james bond um <laughs> there was a <laughs> another one he said um what was it uh Oh, I may or may not know where you live, and it was a laughing face and two cowboys. <laughs> it was all, in, all really weird. All these like these weird messages of he was going into different characters. Oh, yeah. it sounds great. Oh, it, I mean, it, it was it was a good laugh. It was a good day, but I couldn't do all this lizard tongue. It was like an aloe vera leaf, <laughs> 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 in... Yeah, so that was that and I kind of let him down gently bless him and he was like, oh yeah, he said I did guess so. But yeah, all these messages, they went on for about four hours, oh, like wow. one after the other after the other. But I was asleep anyway, so it didn't really yeah. matter. But yeah, I may or may not know where you live. <laughs> oh
1: my God. Yeah,
2: yeah, not so alert. Yeah, I do find well, them.
1: Yeah, and I suppose at least it's entertaining Ooh. And especially during this oh, like last laugh. year as well, it's yeah. nice to have something to laugh about. Yeah,
2: exactly. But it is, it's,
1: I mean, scary even
2: even shitgate, that is funny. Yeah. I mean,
1: like it's just yeah, it is. <laughs> well, you just couldn't. That's what I mean about like the things you tell me. You couldn't make it up. Do you know what I mean? And it's like it's happened, and they've all happened, <laughs> and it's just like yeah. You know, I mean, I, sometimes I think I should get out there more. But
2: then I, when I other times I think I'm <laughs> oh, not. No, no, I'll do it for you. I'll just yeah. tell you the stories. Don't worry. It's, uh, yeah, I just don't
1: know. But then I probably i I'd, I'd probably run away. I wouldn't see it out. No. To, yeah.
2: Yeah. As soon as soon as you think this is not. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a bit crazy. And I'm
1: very like as soon as if I start talking to someone, as soon as I say one thing, I'm like that's it. Like I'm, you know, I'm dismissive straight away. Yeah. Like, I
2: never get past the... Oh, no, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt <laughs> and then see him for nine months after. <laughs> then,
1: oh, yeah, that's yeah. a
2: prick. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much. Oh, you're that's welcome. Oh, I, was, I was nervous, but it's been fun. I love telling oh. telling me stories. I oh, no, you should you should definitely write a book. Yeah, I'm going to... Definitely. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to voice note it all and then... Yeah. Um, yeah
0: all oh, right oh, thanks love thank
1: you Bye. have a good day <laughs> yeah so that was uh sammy the the funniest thing from that because she told me these stories before that's why i'd asked her obviously to i was like you've got to come on the podcast when she said about glenn from nighty night i've never laughed so much because i could just completely imagine what that was like and yeah so, yes, I hope you enjoyed that. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, then please check out um, all the others. I've d- I did, actually, um, ages ago, we did an online dating, um, The Wonderful World of Online Dating podcast. That was one of the first ones we did. Um, so that's quite funny. Um, I had the lovely Rock Okwonga on last week talking about his life. Um, he's uh, just done a book with Ian Wright that's really good. Striking out, so you might have seen him on the uh, breakfast television talking about it. But that was a really lovely chat with him. I've just had loads of lovely chats with loads of lovely people, really. If there's anyone that you'd like to hear me talk to, then please get in touch and let me know. Um, you can contact me on social media. Surprisingly enough, I am on there. Mum and Mama Pod, Mum and Mama Gmail. Mum and mama pod at gmail.com sorry, my daughter who promised me that she wouldn't make any noise or disturb me because she wouldn't leave the room for two seconds while <coughs> I was recording it, is doing everything she can to distract me the um, first time I have at school today so I have
0: actually had Work. some peace. There, so that's um,
1: oh yes Work. Um, so yeah, get in touch please subscribe to the And please share the podcast as well. Sharing's scary. And everyone deserves a laugh, and I think they will have a laugh this week. But I look forward to seeing you next
0: week. Take care. Bye. Imagine the
2: softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.